What's up everyone? This is Pastor Sam. And this is Danny. And together we are exploring the letter of... That's my part. Oh, dang it. The letter oh. of James. Oh man, I was just <laughs> jumping the gun over there. Yeah, it's okay. You want to be like me? It's all good. That's true. <laughs> if I was cute like you, I'll be, all my problems would be solved. <laughs> hey, what can I say? Just kidding. <laughs> hey, welcome everyone. We are back again. Another episode of... The James podcast here, as we've been diving through this book of James, this letter of James. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's the hopefully between the sermons and the Bible study and uh, and the podcast. Uh, Outside of you telling people don't come to church the next couple of weeks, oh it's been boy, going good, right? Yeah, yeah I shouldn't have done that, <laughs> uh, but uh, they are uh, they're coming. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just there are some passages that I preach that I'm uncomfortable on it, so I don't feel like. Is uh, you know I don't know I just yeah, yeah. anyways well I mean it doesn't get any better today's one <laughs> today's no no yeah and <laughs> the sermon that that was preached uh, uh, today and and this podcast that follows along is is kind of hard it, it has to do something that we all have problem with yeah the tongue the tongue the tongue we're uh, focusing on chapter three verses one through five the sermon was from six to twelve. Uh, and then you're covering it up verses 13 to 18 in the following week. So, verses yeah. 1 through 5, um, what do you got? What do you got? Anything special? Well, I mean, one of the things, um, it's very easy to sin with the tongue. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man, I think, yeah. uh, well, with, with, as we kind of kick off here, I mean, jump into the verse, verse 1. It says, not many, you should, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. I, I read that three words. Responsibility mm. brings accountability. Yes. Yes, yes. And and I like how James is a star. So he's about to, you know, spank everybody when it comes to the tongue, you know, which yeah. is a problem for all of us. But then he says, he's. I, I feel like he's starting with himself. It's like he's looking at himself and say like, you know, not everybody should be teachers, you know. Yeah. Like he's starting with himself, which is kind of like one of the reasons why I was telling people don't come to church because it's like I start with myself I don't you know as I was putting the sermons together as I'm studying these words I started looking at my own life and saying man that's so much responsibility yeah. in the words that's being spoken do you know what I'm saying yeah and exactly I know exactly what you mean because our words are weighted right mm. um, you know sometimes you know one of the things as a, as a teacher regardless of who you are but as a teacher uh, whether it's in church or at schools or wherever, I may say something as a non-teacher, but if a teacher says it, it holds a lot more weight because they have this authority to speak on the side of them, right? So people listen, they key in on what you're going to say. So he's right. He says it's very, you know, responsibility comes with accountability and God will examine those who examine those who teach his word more closely kind of remember the pharisees right the pharisees kind of got spanked jesus spanked them all over up and down the streets <laughs> you, you were right and and so because we know that words are critical they are important you know we we all have been deeply hurt by words we all have been encouraged and helped and blessed through words so we know that the tongue has the power to give some good life or to destroy some life. So the more words you say, the more accountable you become. And so, so I, I think that's that's a good um, warning for all of us, for sure. 
you know there's a psalm you know i like to read the psalms and and one of the psalms that i like to read that i just read this week was verse uh, chapter 19 verse 14 say may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you O lord my rock and my redeemer i, I mean as I, I read that i was like man isn't that what the the kind of the kind of like attitude we are to have right that's the kind of attitude we ought to have is of psalm 19 may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you and i think if we ask a few words before we just start speaking i think we would um would be um i don't know it would be a little, a little less controversial the things that comes out of our mouths yeah, I mean, and the one of the things too as well, you know, coming back to this idea of teachers, <clears throat> every one of us is a teacher, right? In the sense that because Jesus said you should all be my witnesses in Acts one eight, right? So how you how you portray how you even though like we talk about here, those who actually go to the call of ministry, there's a there's a higher um, you know weight in that, right? But it, from a from a grand from an overall landscape perspective, we're all witnesses. So what we say, how we act. And James talking specifically here about the things that we say and how we what we say because the tongue is a powerful weapon. You mm -hmm. know, small smart uh, small spark causes great fires. For sure. And um, the smaller <coughs> member of the body with the biggest problem. All <laughs> yeah, it's a powerful weapon, man. It's a powerful weapon. So it, it's important for us to recognize that words words are important, and um, you know, you always take the wisdom of people who speak less, right? Because when they when they say something, it's almost like you want to listen because they're choosing the words very precisely. Sure. You, have you ever heard that term? Choose your words precisely, sure. and what you yeah. say and how you say it. Mm -hmm. um, and in, in the reason why I think is is the thought that I had when you're saying this is the fact that words direct you to some to some place. Mm -hmm. You know, it directs you. It, you know, what it reminds me. It reminds me. I don't know. This might be too. To, to, to silly, but it reminds me of Genesis. Um, Genesis, God speaks. Yeah. You know how you know God speaks and things happen, right? I wish like, I speak and things happen. Well, it doesn't I, work. I, I, <laughs> you know, he said, there, there, I said, like, more money, check an account full of it. <laughs> uh, you know, um, the, God spoke, let there be light. Guess what happened? Light showed up. Mm. Uh, so everything that God created before it was created a word was spoken so that makes me realize like it, it not on direct but it's also we need to recognize the importance of words that God uses word to create demonstrate the importance of words mm -hmm. and and I think the fact that we get to participate on that fact that you know we get to speak that God gives us the ability to do that. I think for me it is an important thing. Uh, I, I think that's an important thing, but it's also a very difficult thing because you know what? I think words creates a world. The words that we profess has the ability to create some kind of a world in which we live, which I think is is a blessing and a curse, right? It's a blessing because we get to participate in the things that God uh, has for us. Uh, but the words that we speak can describe, define the world in which we live. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, James warns that no other part of the body causes us to get into more trouble or more sin, right? In fact, I, I, I read this quote says, The tongue helps to plan sin, encourage it, joins in it, defends it, and spreads it to others. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, and that's what James is talking about. But this whole idea on this whole letter that we've been talking about, we've kind of harping on as even when we began the series, was this maturity factor, right? Mm-hmm. And when you when, he makes the point that the mature Christian directs his entire body by controlling the most powerful weapon that they have, which is the tongue. And um, this all comes back. I, I like to think about like the, the fruits of the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. One of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Being able to control your tongue, you control your words, use the right words, is, is has to be its self-control. So even though it's it leads us to a lot of sin, it also helps us see how mature we are if we're able to have self-control in our words and how we speak, how we direct our words to each other. Because just like you said, our words can build, but our words could also tear down. So how are we using our words, which is produced through our mouth and our tongue, to help build the church versus tear up other people's down and i think james is, is talking about here he, he talks about like um you know no other part of but he gets us into more sin and and that's what he's kind of leaning in here and that's what the section is talking about that we need to be mindful of how we use the tongue well like you know you, you're right like you're saying that you have to destroy and you go back to, so that's why i i just get myself into these genesis thing <laughs> god speaks right and then the world is created, so he created this world for us. But then, it is Satan's ability to speak that gets man into trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Remember Genesis chapter 3, uh, verse 1, it says, this, Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals and the Lord had, that the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, so like, the devil used the word to destroy us. So, like, we must recognize the cunning and deceptive words of the serpent here, you know. Um, so, it distorted, it, dis- it twisted God's word, which is like, and I think that's sometimes what we do with our words. We use it in the same way in which the enemy used, back, you know, back in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Uh, we we don't we we get God's word and we twist it, which brings destruction. And I think that's when you gossip against someone, you're you're using the words that God has given you, and twisting that towards that specific person to destroy that individual. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say mm-hmm. makes the word so important. So that's you know only on that idea you're saying that the the word that we gotta use our words to build things up. Like God, not like the enemy who used it to destroy it. On that thought. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I like uh, Ben Franklin. He said, a slip of the foot, you may soon recover, but a slip of the tongue, you may never get over. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they say. One said, man, isn't, you know, one said, it sticks out there. And, and and now, that's the thing. Today, though, we, we words... Words in our days have moved from just being a spoken thing to be a written thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you speak on social media all the time. When you speak on social media, it's, it, it, it is words. You put it out there. You're speaking. And I think uh, like the tongue is like a fire, so the words that is, is put is professed in any shape and form in the 21st century. I, I think it, you know, James wasn't thinking about 
social media, but I think <laughs> it applied to every aspect on how words are used. Can you imagine how much more to focus your all of your posts, all of your things that you do comes into now the words that you say and how how it how it can affect people, how it can have that that impact that you may not even see, right, with the social media stuff. That's right. So, um, so I think one of the points that he's trying to make is the words can be very difficult to control. And so I want to expand this only, not only to the words from our mouth, but the words that we are professing with much more than just mouth, mm -hmm. but spoken, but that, the ones that are re written too. So, uh, and, 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 and the point we were making earlier, the control of the tongue only happens by a transformed heart you know that it's been transformed through god's grace and and so uh, we need to consider how connected the fruit of the spirit we are for sure as your your our tongues are you know if there is love if there is joy if there is peace if there is kindness in our words there yeah. are in our words. so i think the maturity thing uh it is important because here, here's the thing for me the the fruit of the spirit if i remember right ends with self-control mm -hmm. which is the whole problem of the mouth yeah exactly or, or, or the, the Facebook when someone says something on Facebook that you don't like what is it that you lack when you respond control the, you lack control you, you lack self-control impulse impulsivity and, and a lot of people like we like to hide behind I'm an impulse person uh, no. <laughs> no you lack self-control <laughs> and so when you lack self-control that's when the tongue gets you into trouble and I think that's the 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 sin that we have. It's not that the mouth speaks too much; it's that we don't we can't control the darn thing. So when you can't control the darn thing, the words become deadly. Becomes it directs to death uh, itself. So which is the problem that we have uh, in the church in in many ways, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, you know, going Lack back of to self control. Yeah, going back to the maturity thing. Like a lot of times, you know, we uh, spirituality does not guarantee infallible judgment it is spirit filled people mm. when you're spirit filled you're less likely to make the mistake of judgment you're less likely to make the mistake of over of overextending the, the tongue you might you're less likely to kind of fall into those patterns of of sin in your life and you're more likely to be under self-control right so there's a difference between spirituality and spirit filled a lot of people like they're very spiritual. But no, I use spirit filled because when you're spirit filled, that's that's where the rubber meets the road in a sense. Because if if you're a spiritual person but you don't control your tongue, then I'm sorry, you you are no different than the the non Christian, right? But you gotta be spirit filled. And when you're spirit filled, you have less and less of um you're thinking like it starts with thinking like I'm gonna make an intentional decision to watch how I use my words today, right? And and it starts with intentionality, but then over time, as you become more and more filled, as you become more and more mature, as James is talking about, that becomes just part of your identity. You know, not just something that I'm working on doing. It just becomes who you are. Yeah. I, I think that's why he's leading with the perfect person, right? When he goes down, he talks about that further down in the verses. Yeah. And, and I think for me, uh, I, I, there's a word that you said that for me is very important. It's intentionality. Mm -hmm. You have a mature person thinks before they speak. So now, so in if that's the barometer that I need to use for my life, I'm I am not mature. I, I'm just <laughs> saying that out there. 
<laughs> right? Um, and I like self-control. People. I have to work on that. That's for sure. I look, I'm going to be like James and say, man, you shouldn't be teaching because you're going to be judged more strictly. So I know the responsibility that I have, mm-hmm. right? I will be judged for the words I say because people gives me authority to speak in their lives. So that's why sermons for me is very important. And for you too, Danny, and even this podcast, we we don't take this for granted because we know that we, we're going to, as like I say, I like to say, God's going to give us this spanking mm-hmm. at the right time, right? So we need to think before we speak is intentionality. And I think the Proverbs really speak to that. I had some verses that I pulled up here earlier too, just to study before we start this podcast. And there are some verses in Proverbs that are so cool that goes with this. Thinking before you speak. Mm-hmm. Proverbs ten nineteen. When words are many, sin is not absent, but he who holds his tongue is wise. Proverbs thirteen three. He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks harshly will come soon come to ruin. Proverbs seventeen twenty seventeen twenty seven. A man acknowledge acknowledge uses words with restraint. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint. And then the last one that I have pulled up here is Proverbs 17, 28. Even a fool is the wise, even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. I mean, how you use your mouth it will determine a lot about how even how people think of you. So we know we, we would be better off if we say less and thought about every word we said. So, which makes me always think about this three little question. Is what you're going to say in intentionality? you got to be intentional. Is what you're going to say is true? Is what you're going to say, is it kind? Is it good? Is beauty? Is uplifting? Is what you're going to say necessary? If it is not, then just shush it. Yeah, I mean, I've always been... <laughs> my wife always tells me, if you got nothing good to say, don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I must have a lot of good things to say because I talk all the time. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. You better listen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I think uh, I think we're kind of we're we're kind of we in agreement here that you know this it's it's one of the most powerful things that we have within us, but it's also one of the most powerful things not just for destruction but for the good of people, the good of mankind. The mm. call that we are we are have the responsibility and accountability for is also one of rewards so i know we talk about sin and and how we can but also there's the other side to it and that's what james is saying like it's not that you you don't use your tongue it's you use it in a way you control it that's the self-control like Mm -hmm. for what you just talked about talking about life-giving encouraging empowering and that's what the power of the tongue helps us do is to profess the good news to the world profess the hope that the world is in need of Mm-hmm. So that they can also come into a place where they are recognizing that they need to also control their tongue too as well. Yeah, I mean the Christianity is a, is a um, is a religion. I can use that word maybe. Yeah. Of teaching, it, it, we Jesus said teach, teach. So we is, is speaking is important. Teaching is important, uh, and and part of that teaching is is to speak of the truth of the hope we find in Jesus. And I think hope is one of those words. Uh, and when our attitude and our words is a, words of hope, it just lifts people up. But here's the thing, you're talking about it, you know, how um, Tong can build. I mean, Danny, compliment. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Yes. 
when someone says good words or like a compliment, man, it, it, it builds you up, it fills your cup, it fills your heart. You know, when someone encourages, when you're down, someone comes alongside you and encourages you. Dude, it's good. It's life giving, right? Yeah. When, when, you know, if someone is, you, you know, comes and, and uh, word, use words that elevates somebody else, it is so cool. It is so good. We all love when that happens. Right, so we know how important words are to lifting someone up, um, making that heart overflow, you know, uh, with words of encouragement, of wisdom. When you don't know, when you don't know what to do, and you go talk to a friend, and the friends give you some some words that is like you're like, whoa, I, just, I got it, I got it, and you take some action to your life, and you become like, the thing just changes. It, it gives you. I don't know. It can give you a lot of of life. Well, and, you, and I think that's you use important. words to inspire people, right? Inspire. Yes. And um, the whole idea between inspiring people is inspire them to be better in themselves. Mm. Um, and I, I think what going back to what you were talking about, just trying to uplift people, encourage people, and and God has given us that gift too, as well, to people to to be an encourager, to be sure, yes. people. So like. A lot of times we we don't use the gift that we have in the tongue in that way, but we use it more for not the glory of God. But we ought to be using our words for the glory of God. Everything that we say and do. Well, what if 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 our words in our marriages were words that uplifted our spouse rather than tear them down? You know, we usually are often criticizing one another. What about in the workplace? What was the words of if you notice someone that is down, you you use words to bring them up. You know, we. We use words, which James goes on and say, you know, can how can from the mouth comes blessing and curse, right? Right. We bless the, the and curse. In, <laughs> yeah, the instrument that God has given us is an instrument of blessing, of favor. We the word that comes out of our mouth needs to be vetted in a way that we know that you what is coming out is blessing. And, and the word blessing here is a is a good word. It means favor. It means that. The, pe- the person understand that you are for them, not against them. And, and I think that's important. You can't um, uh, take for granted the opportunity to bless someone with your words. Yeah, I think one of the things, uh, as the power of the tongue, James, he, he compares the tongue to three symbols of power. Horses, mm-hmm. ships, and wildfire. Mm. Each of those is large and powerful. But you know one thing? They're controlled by something that's very small. A spark in in a in a wildfire, a rudder on a ship, mm-hmm. horses. Yeah, think of one. Well, isn't the horses the thing oh. they put in their mouth? Oh yes, yes. The little what they call it, the brittle, the brittle. No idea. I, I can't know. read it. We're not horse people. Someone mm-hmm. the horse people. Is the brittle? Is the brittle? The brittle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But just like all those things can be tame, you know, they're small things and that's what that's that's what you have to have control over it's the smallest thing that you lose control over that leads to the biggest destruction that you can mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. right but it's also in the small things that can lead to the biggest po- positive impact that you can see, see sure. as well for sure so i think i think the idea behind the power of the tongue is is that yes it can destroy but it can also heal it can also give life and that's what we've been kind of talking about but um can the tongue be tamed yes for sure it, it's within our control. It's, we have to have self-control. And how we do that by recognizing that, one, one, we do have that power with the tongue, but two, 
that we need to also be maturing in our faith and being spirit-filled. I keep going back to that idea. It's about being spirit-filled and it becomes who your identity is. I think intentionality is important, but it has to become part of your DNA, part of who you are. You know, you could you could think about people right now, you know, people like they just talk just to talk. Um, but that's not what we're to do. We're to speak um, with intentionality, speak with, with uh, the right type of words to help uplift and bring people to to recognizing their need for who for Jesus Christ. Yeah, and you know, I um I always was taught uh, not to try to get into the position of speaking too much, which is my biggest sin is speaking. Um, and and uh, because people who speak carefully, you know, um, they are trustworthy people. You know, people are trust them. People who are humble in what they say are easy uh, to correct and, and, and warn. And, um, so I think, like you know, we we take it for granted this this ability that we have, and we we just all I'm trying to say is we're we're trying to play, be in a place of affluence too fast, too quickly because yeah. we have this ability to speak. Where James is kind of warning us: listen, 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 be quiet. Don't even go into teaching. Don't even just just be the person who listened first and that's when you do that then you then god's gonna put you in the position to speak and then because you're intentional with your words then yeah you're able to bite your tongue in a sense then you you know you're able to then uh to use your instrument in a way that glorifies god i i just want to say you know one of the biggest problem i have one of the biggest uh challenge i have myself is to you my tongue to God, and and I think uh, uh, to make your 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 tongue belong to God is is a hard thing, and that's the pursuit of my life. As I as I'm a teacher, as we we're talking about here, as I preach this, is my hope is that I would yield my tongue to God and allow the Holy Spirit to move through it. Yeah, no, I, I think as we kind of come towards the end of this year, I just wanted to kind of. Sh- this might be a little bit of a, a takeaway to do some self-reflection as we think about the power of the tongue. You know, we've been talking about the power of the tongue. We've said that, you know, the power of the tongue can do um, evil things such as curse men, mock God, lie, mm-hmm. wound mm-hmm. others, you know, mm-hmm. create a lot of things that are just not what God wants for us. But it also allows us to do those things that are positive too, like praise God, pray to God, encourage others, confess our sins, right? But yeah. here's the thing. The Bible tells us that both cannot be present within a person. And we must realize that what comes out of the mouth comes from an overflow of the soul. Mm-hmm. So the fruit of the tongue is the harvest of the soul. So we need to do some self-reflection to recognize which one are we doing. What is the fruit of our tongues mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. And is it, a, is it an overflow of our soul? And if it isn't, if it's not doing the things that we talked about, which identifies as creating destruction, bringing people down, going against what God would want. Let's, let's, let's break it down to blessing others versus cursing versus, others, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not doing, you have to figure out where you are in that spectrum. You can't be, can be wiggle back and forth, back and forth, and that's what happens sometimes. So uh, it, it, it might be some self-reflection to think about that. And the fruit of the tongue is the harvest of your soul. So what is your soul harvesting? What is what is the fruit that you're bearing from from that standpoint? That, yeah, that's that's scary right there. You know, that's very scary. <laughs> I mean, 
That's very scary. I I don't know what else to tell you there. I, that that makes me look within and say, oh man. Yeah, because we can sit here and talk. I mean, we we can sit and talk about all that we can about the power of the tongue, but I think that this is one of those things where it's personal introspection. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I want to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lead weight? We gotta have this heart surgery kind of deal, you know. Uh, and I think that's what for me, you know, we I, gotta watch over our hearts. I think all I, diligent. Well, from, I think that's. I think, I think that's what the Bible says: watch your heart, because from it flows life, or something like that. I don't yeah. remember. Maybe I should you remember. Should, you should. You should. You be, you be judge harshly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know. So I, I mean. Ah, but I, but I, I think that's what this whole idea. That makes me just stop want to talking. Like I gotta stop check my heart. Um, yeah. If there, if there are. Terrible things in our heart, in our hearts, horrible things in our hearts, they will come out gushing out of your mouth. That's how it goes, and that, and for me, that's that's dangerous, man. Mm, mm. Well, I think I think that's what we've been you've been talking about, even like you know, jokingly, you know, we're definitely not encouraging people to not go to church, right? We're just mm-hmm. that was more of a joke. Mm-hmm. But like, what what this book is is doing is, is is kind of challenging us is to do that soul searching. Yes. And guess what? Some of us are not ready for that. No, because we're, we're we're unafraid to see what our soul searching will reveal about who we are. That's right. Not not what people think, but who we are, who we self discover we are. Um, and that's why it was the meaning of stay home because you're gonna come to church. You're gonna because uh, we <laughs> as as teachers we have we are responsible to God, not to people, to God for what God's word says. So we're not gonna deviate from it. Some things are hard to hear, and so. You know, uh, this is hard for me to think about. Like I, that's what I do for a living: is talk. Dude. Yeah. Well, it, and 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 uh, <laughs> well, it goes back to you were talking about Psalms, right? I think about one of one of the most famous Psalms. Most people know: "Search my heart, search me, O God, and know my heart." heart right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and know my thoughts. And and uh, so I think, you know, with that, like, you need to search yourself and see if you know what your heart is mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think. And it doesn't it doesn't get any better to your point, right? Because we're gonna talk about you know in the coming weeks about friendship with the world, friendship with God, wisdom, yeah. all these different things, yeah. which yeah. are which are which are which is which is the right thing to do as you grow and mature in your faith. You have to go through these these stages. If not, you're not you're not you're not growing in your relationship. You're not growing in your faith. You're not growing closer to God. You're just stagnant. Last Sunday I talked about this, right? Like this this faith, this believing thing. Like, oh, if you be, if you believe, uh, I believe. I was like, oh, that's fine. I understand. The Bible says if you believe with your heart, right? I I got you. You know, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth, which is important, that Jesus Lord. Uh, Jesus Lord and believe with your heart that God raised him from the, the grave you'll be saved but while we, we we resume believing to words being spoken and believe acts faith mm-hmm. acts so faith. it is important that that your your belief is followed up with with some life transformation oh yeah and, and James that's what James are trying to say you can say you believe all day long but if you're if you, that doesn't demonstration that doesn't have a demonstration that and then comes out with your mouth, it, obedience first, but then now here's your mouth. If it doesn't have a demonstration of that with your mouth, then yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. So, but but it takes place in your heart, though, right? It takes place in your heart. So, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I think it's it's like it's it's like going back to what you're talking about. It's gotta be an action thing. It's like having a recipe for a cake. Just because you have a recipe of cake doesn't mean you have a cake. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You gotta put the ingredients together, batch the heart, the, yeah. the whole thing, and then. Put it in the stove and oh, yeah. Whatever. Well, 
Alvin. <laughs> Alvin. All right, well, let's let, let's land this plane here on, How is on the top. oven, and there's an O. They started the O. It's oven, not an oven. I'm not going to debate this with you. Okay. Not, <laughs> well, I don't understand. It's a O, and then it's oven. No, it's coming, an oven. Com- coming from the guy who doesn't believe words rhyme, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta but, see those words rhyming in action, boy. <laughs> but uh, any last thoughts on the power of the tongue? I mean, we've, uh, we've kind of talked. I feel like we've talked. I would say, think first, talk less, build orders up. That's what I would say. Like, can I end with this one verse? Hebrews 13, 3.13 that says this. Encourage each other every day for as long as we can still say today so none of you let the deceitfulness of sin harden your hearts. Let's encourage each other today. Let's use our words to encourage people today. Yeah, no, I agree. Well said. Couldn't say anything else, anything better than that. So, as always, as we say, thank you again for joining us. We are so humbled and blessed to think that you would take time out of your day to, to go on this journey with us. Uh, this journey of growth, really, to be honest, mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. as we explore James and kind of see what James is speaking to us in this time. Hopefully, um, you're encouraged by it, and it, it's, it motivates you to to do better, yeah. to, to do better with your tongue. Be blessed. Yeah, have a good one.